You Can Handle Anything, episode number 301. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with the difficult situations in your life without blaming and complaining and without getting mad at yourself for losing control. Hi, this is Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions. But I also know that your life is a collection of moments, and those moments build your relationships and your life. And when you have control over your emotional reactions, not only can you nurture your relationships instead of sabotaging them, but you can also show up as the person that you want to be, no matter what the situation. And that's what I call living deliberately. It's about consciously choosing to be the person you want to be in any moment and believing that you have the power to create that shift at any time. And that's exactly what you'll hear all about in this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And now for today's episode. So I want to start off today's episode with a question. Do you ever get nervous? Do you ever get the jitters before you have to have an uncomfortable conversation with someone or before you get test results back, or even before speaking in front of a crowd. Getting nervous is normal. It's really just your mind's way of protecting you from what it perceives as a real life and death threat. So let me explain. Whenever you get emotionally triggered, you can either react automatically, or you can respond deliberately. And there's a difference between the two. Reactions are automatic, and that could look like taking things personally, blaming, complaining, losing control, getting defensive, getting passive-aggressive, yelling, crying uncontrollably. Responses are more deliberate in nature, and that could look like when you take a pause and you consider how you're going to respond and what you're going to say. And while I know that all of us want to be people who respond to things rather than react to them, it can be really hard in the moment because everything happens so fast. And then the brain gets confused. And so it does what it thinks it should do to protect you in that moment. And that is it reacts automatically. The truth is for a long time, psychologists have studied how the mind works in these ways. And they've discovered that there are two ways of thinking. There's quick thinking and then there's slow, deliberate thinking. Quick thinking can look like when you are walking on the street and a car whizzes by and you jump out of the way because you don't want to get hit by the car. You don't stop to think about what kind of car it is and how fast it's going. You just get out of the way. And so this way of thinking comes from a long time ago. So our brain, our lower primitive brain was designed to think quickly when you perceived a threat. So if you were to come face to face with a tiger or a lion, your brain is designed to protect you. So it's the same thing. You're not going to sit and think about if that animal is going to be kind or not kind. You just react automatically and you get out of that situation. So basically the brain has these shortcuts so that you don't have to stop and think about and consider what to do in order to keep you safe. Now, the other way of thinking is slow, deliberate thinking, and we use this thinking in other areas of our life, like when you want to buy a house or decide what job you want to take, or even what kind of outfit you want to wear when you are going on a job interview, right? That's slow. You take your time and you think about that. 
The problem is, is in the heat of the moment when you get emotionally triggered, the brain can't tell the difference between a real life and death threat like an animal coming at you and a perceived threat like somebody being hurtful with their words. And so what happens is the mind assumes one is the other and then we react automatically assuming that what we actually did was we took our time and we had this deliberate response when we didn't. And then we feel justified with how we responded, even though it wasn't a real, well-thought-out, deliberate response. This is why we react automatically. It's not your fault. It's your brain's way of protecting you. And then the problem is is that we get stuck in reacting negatively, and that ends up ruining the moments, and over time, it ruins relationships, and it disrupts your quality of life. And that's exactly why I created my two tools, to be able to help you handle those emotionally challenging situations in the moment. And so when you get into a situation and you're feeling emotionally stuck, like nervous, then you can use my tools to help you handle that situation better so that you can feel more calm and in control and confident and really so that you can show up as the person you wanna be in that situation, which I know is not being nervous. Now, why did I create two tools? I created two tools because when we get emotionally stuck, we have a story in our mind and that story either exists in the past or it exists in the future. You can't ever be stuck in the present moment. So when you're stuck on something that already happened, the best tool to use is the unstuck method. But if you're stuck on something that hasn't happened yet, then the best tool to use for that is the clear way. And this morning I used the clear way and I wanna share with you where and how I used it. So a few weeks ago, I was invited to offer a workshop here in Israel about an hour north from where I live for a group of rabbis who apparently go on this yearly retreat where they spend three days in studying and learning. And I was invited not to speak about my work with emotional well-being and my tools and living deliberately, but Rather, I was invited to lead a session on chanting because somehow they found out about me and my passion for composing music to Hebrew prayers and they contacted me and I jumped on the opportunity because I just love leading such workshops because music is probably my biggest passion next to this work that I do with emotional well-being. What I didn't consider though was that (laughs) this workshop was going to be in Hebrew, which is not my native language. For whatever reason, I just assumed that this would be a group of American rabbis and that I would lead this workshop in English, but it wasn't. And while I have been living in Israel for about 14 years now, and my Hebrew is pretty good, it's not 100% fluent, and I certainly don't have the confidence speaking in Hebrew in front of a relatively big crowd, and especially in front of rabbis, as I do in English. And yet, I already committed. And when I commit to something, I commit to something. And so I drove to this retreat center earlier this morning, and I arrived early, and I set up all of my stuff and my musical instruments. And as the group was coming in, I noticed that I was getting a little nervous. Like I wasn't totally nervous because I've done this workshop in the past. And the truth is, much of it wasn't even speaking. It was singing. And still, I noticed myself getting nervous. 
And so I decided to get myself clear because the tool I created, The Clear Way, guides you to be mentally prepared when you're going into a future situation that you're anticipating. But not only did I get myself clear, I also got the group clear because I wanted to be sure that they were mentally prepared for this workshop because they had no idea what they were you know, getting into and I didn't want them to have high expectations and then be let down. And so I walked myself and I walked them through the clear way. First, we took a moment to get calm. Not that they were feeling nervous, but that is the first step of the method. And so I led them through a stillness practice and we did a little bit of breath work. And then I taught them how to lighten their thoughts. For me, it was about believing that I was going to mess up. I was going to look like an idiot. They weren't going to ever ask me back, right? That's what I was thinking. But I lightened those thoughts and I stayed in a place of curiosity with what might happen. Like, you know, that might happen, but it might not happen. And then I taught these rabbis how to uncover their expectations. And I did the same on my end, realizing that I was expecting everyone to love the workshop. And then I taught them how to accept the possibility that what they were expecting, what they were really hoping for, what they were wishing was going to happen in this session might not happen exactly as they are expecting. And if they can accept it right now in this moment, then they won't get stuck if it doesn't turn out exactly as they were hoping. And then this was the best part. I taught them how to take responsibility for who they were being. And they were a little clueless. I could see it on their faces. It was a little hard for me actually to teach this because in Hebrew, the word being doesn't even exist in the language, but I did my best and finally they got it, or at least some of them got it because I asked them to share their words of who they were choosing to be. And they responded words like open and interested and engaged and calm and other words like that. I chose to be authentic, confident, and joyful. And that was it almost like magic. I went from feeling nervous to being a completely different way. And I started the workshop and it went amazingly well. They participated, they asked questions, they stayed on afterwards to talk with me more about the chanting and how we do it in our community so that they can learn how to bring it into their community. And overall, it was just a great experience. Now, I want to ask you, can you imagine if I hadn't gotten clear I would have just brought my nervousness into the situation and I would have created a nervous situation. But I didn't let that happen because I got clear. And I want to ask you, can you imagine what your life would look like if you would get clear before you would go into these future situations that you might be anticipating or that you're worried about or that you're feeling nervous about? What would those situations look like if you went in totally clear? Okay, my dear friends, I hope you got a lot out of this episode, and I want to wish you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend or family member who may not know much about podcasting. If they need help, please show them how to subscribe to the show and how they can leave a review. And if you aren't yet subscribed to my newsletter, make sure you do sign up by visiting my website, shiragura.com. 
I look forward to being with you again next week.